So this particular episode is based on coming into the reality, I'll say, coming to your senses to learn about not giving your all into any situation that has not been proven 100%. (laughs) This is based on my own life because I can't really tell you guys anything I haven't been through. Okay, so I put a post out earlier on my Facebook page and it says, I learned not to give my all into any situation that has not been proven 100. I learned to watch to see if what people say aligns with what they do. See, I used to be the woman to give so much, do so much with the hope of receiving the same in return. Always seemed to end up on the short end of the stick. I only attracted advantage takers, time wasters, regulators, dominators, and manipulators, just to name a few. (laughs) It was when I had a heart-to-heart with God, just to ask, why? Why it seemed to be the norm that I would give so much more than I would get. Then he revealed it to me. He revealed to me my own self. (laughs) He said, the advantage to freely receive what costs a lifetime of wages will not be overlooked. No one will pass up on the opportunity to have free treasure, but no one will cherish it as being a rare treasure as it is if it's freely given. In other words, place some value on yourself. Stop throwing your pearls before the swine. Put some boundaries up that aren't easily swayed. And what will happen is you'll begin to watch and see just how worth it you are to those around you. Those who truly saw you as valuable will remain and invest in you. But those who no longer can afford the value of what was once free will disappear. Why? Well, because if it was free at first, they are not willing to pay for what was once free all the time, neither invest into anything beyond the samples that were freely given to them all the time before. But, still in though, Still, place a price upon your merchandise. Place a price upon what you have to offer. And if a window shopper comes along hoping for a free sample, kindly tell them. If you cannot afford it, you can just continue to admire it from the window. I'm not looking for an admirer who's seeing a free sample, seeking a free sample, I'm waiting for a buyer. (laughs) Well, what is, let me break this down. Okay. If you are 
the type of woman or man who gives a lot. You're so generous and so open-handed. You know, you're considered a light to many people because there aren't many people who are like that, believe it or not. There are not. You're a rare, different kind of person. And being that kind of way, you will attract people to you who are advantage takers, who may try to dominate you in some kind of way. They try to regulate your life. Even narcissistic people, to be honest with you, people who try to control you because they see you as, even though they see your value, they want to somehow have control over who you are (laughs) because of the lack of boundaries that you may have set in your life. You may have boundaries, but if you're not enforcing those boundaries, then you leave a door open for those things to kind of come in. So let me help you, my brother. Let me help you, my sister, okay? I had to learn this lesson. And to be honest with you, I kind of just learned this lesson. Like It wasn't like something that I knew for. I've been free from for a long time. I'll say that God set me free from all of that probably about a year ago almost from this point. Uh, I realized that I was putting a lot more into the pot. And it seemed like the more I was putting into the pot, the less I was having. And it's almost like, you know, you're not, I I wasn't being replenished by those I was pouring into. Then I started to think, you know, thoughts that I was having an expectancy of something, which naturally you have an expectancy from something. Whatever you put into something, whatever you invest in, you expect to get something back out of it. It's like a business, whatever, uh, a business markets, they expect that they get to get some kind of profit off of what they market when they actually receive buyers who are interested in their product um, enough to invest in it. They've priced it at such a uh, in such a way that they're actually getting more than what they had invested into that product. And so they're looking forward to receiving a return on their investment. And so when it comes to relationships, if you are in a relationship or you're looking to find relationships, or even if you're just talking to meet other people, there are certain things that you should be kind of looking for as far as whether or not you're you investing inside of someone or people or whatever would be something that you would receive a return on your investment. Lots of times, if you have that heart that you're constantly giving and it's free and you don't even allow people to really prove themselves so much because you're so busy just knowing, oh, well, I'm just going to assume that this person has the type of personality like myself that can appreciate the generosity of all that I have to give in the situation. But the truth is, everybody's not like you. Everybody's not like me. They don't see it in the same way. Sometimes they have a hard time reciprocating because they don't know how. Sometimes they already know that they're coming to take advantage of what is free. They're there because the sample is free. They're there because they're hungry for whatever the sample is. They're not there because they admire you specifically, or at least not intentionally because they're not intentionally there to admire you. They're just there passing through. They're like window shoppers, and you just happen to be somebody who's really giving out samples of your treasures. And I tell you what, 
even you and myself, uh, as much as we are givers, we ourselves wouldn't pass up on the opportunity to gain some form of treasure um, when it doesn't cost us anything. But as soon as somebody puts a cost on their treasure, what eventually happens is that the window shoppers are no longer able to have those free samples. They're no longer able to, um, th- those people who are, I'll say samplers, so there are samplers and then there's window shoppers. Window shoppers are normally looking through the window and admiring, you know, the merchandise. And then samplers are those who go around and they just eat off of the free samples. Or, you know, if it's sample the perfume, they use the samples for the perfume just to get the scent. They may or may not have an intention to buy. Sometimes a sampler is somebody who's sampling for the um, for the reason to buy, and some are just sampling just so they can smell good for the day, <laughs> or have a taste, or get something to eat, or something like that. And then as soon as their appetite has been, you know, you know, has been satisfied, well, they go about their way. <laughs> so. <laughs> It's important that if what you have is worth anything, you have to understand what God was saying, what the Holy Spirit even was telling me, was that as soon as you place value, even if before you were giving out all these free samples of yourself, you were constantly giving. Let me go ahead and specify what I mean. You could be giving by doing the most for an individual who's doing nothing, absolutely nothing for you. They even may verbalize that they have no real intention to do anything for you. But as long as you're going to keep doing for them, then all right, thank you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because a lot of times people make themselves known. But in my previous video that I recorded that I haven't posted yet, I talked about the difference between hearing and listening. And basically it's important for you to go beyond just hearing what a person says and to listen to what they say. Because nine times out of ten, they're somehow going to tell you, well, I don't really have an intention to purchase what you have to offer. But if you're going to give out free samples, I would love to take it because I do enjoy the benefits of this. It does taste good. I do like the smell of it. But what they're really trying to tell you is people who are out there who are feeling rejected, I want you to understand this one thing. It isn't really always just because they don't don't intend to buy it because um, they just don't want it. A lot of times they can't, they, they can't, they can't afford it. And that's the reason why they don't buy it. <laughs> Just understand that whatever God has for you has the ability to afford what you have. And so whatever price you place on it, you're worth it because they feel like you're worth it enough for them to, to have it. And so they will purchase it, okay? They're not just going to go for the samples that are free. They may have tried a sample and said, hmm, now this is something that I want to to have, not something I just want to always sample, you know, because there may not be a sample. They're actually looking for something versus somebody who just likes to go around and collect a bunch of free samples so they can say that they have tasted it. But a lot of times, and in my own experience, when I was homeless or could not afford certain things, if there was a free sample of something, I would love to get a free sample of, you know, perfume, a free sample of whatever it was free. So I could collect off of what's free and make myself feel like I got so much when really ain't really got much. I just got enough to be able to 
walk up there and sample it and then walk away because I can't afford to buy it. As long as some free samples are out there, I'm always go up and, and grab me a free sample. Related the little sausages with the little <laughs> the sausages with the with the toothpicks in them, or the free samples of perfumes, or the free soap samples. Okay, because I can get those for free. I can collect as much as that as I want, knowing full well that I can't afford none of it. But if it has a free tag on it, I'm good. As soon as they put value on it and they take away the samples, well, now I go from being a sampler to a window shopper because the only thing I can do now is look at it. I might be able to pick it up, admire it, smell it, but at the end of the day, I got to put it right back down because I can't afford to buy it. And somebody behind me may be able to afford to buy it. So they come and they get it and put it in their cart because they know they can walk away with it. They got the money to get it. And then again, some people ain't got the money to get it, but they still find a way to get it. <laughs> the whole point of what I'm trying to say is, if you don't start somewhere with putting value on everything that you have to offer and give, you'll always just be taken advantage of. And it won't feel good because you'll be looking at these people like, oh, you're just taking advantage of me. Uh, and yeah, they are. But a person can only take advantage of you if you allow them to because you're freely doing the things that they have yet to earn, especially when it comes to relationships. A man should definitely earn the ability to be able to have the benefits of being with you. Um, he should not freely be able to just come in and you're saying to him what I have is yours <laughs> you know he hasn't earned it and a lot of times whatever a man has not earned he will eventually not respect he will not cherish it and you may have made this mistake in previous relationships where you just was so welcoming and you just felt like this individual had that in common with you that they could appreciate you know the finer things being given because you may have assumed that what you had before you was also a finer thing as if you guys are both in the showcase box but a lot of times you're not sometimes you're the one who's the prize you're the one who's you know showcase worthy but you're trying to make something that just goes on the sales rack looks showcase ready when it's not a showcase piece so you are imagining that y'all are on the same level when you're really not. So if you found yourself freely giving samples of yourself, freely doing the things that, you know, you can only really do to somebody who deserves it, you know, freely doing all that. And then eventually that particular individual starts to disrespect you, treat you like crap and, you know, act like they didn't really care about what you just did because it really didn't mean anything to them. It ain't like they earned what you gave them, you know. That's their personality and reflection of who they are. But to be able to attract better or people who are also showcase ready, like yourself, who has a big, generous heart, you have to steward those generosities that you have. You have to steward who you are. And even when it comes to your samples, 
It's just like when a person is looking for a home. You may see on the ad, it may say serious inquiries only, which means that they're not looking for somebody who's window shopping to come in and show their home because then it becomes a waste of their time. They're looking for somebody who is actually interested in looking for a home that's willing to be a potential buyer. They don't want to waste their time showing a home to people who are just nosy, that just want to see what's in the house, just want to see what it looks like, get decoration ideas, but they have no intentionality of being a potential owner of either that home or the other homes that they have to offer, okay? So I'm using different metaphors and similes and all that to describe the things inside of you that you might freely give. Okay, your time is very valuable and even your time can be sampled if you are giving your time to people who don't deserve your time or your energy. They're just sampling your time. They're sampling your energy. You know, a lot of times whatever's going on in your time is also going on in your energy. So basically what you're doing is you're giving your time to people who don't deserve it. And eventually you'll feel drained because... They basically just came to suck the energy out of you. <laughs> you were giving them your energy. Well, you got to put a put some boundaries up. Put a price tag on your time. You know, what does that look like? Well, only allow people your time that is going to benefit you and or them or both. Because, at, and then at a particular time... It's time to cut out that communication for that particular, for the rest of that day or whatever. Give yourself time to have time for yourself. Don't just give somebody all your whole night. I know I met somebody and I was very intrigued and excited that I had somebody to talk to. Um, And that happens a lot with people like myself who spend a lot of time by themselves. So when you meet somebody, you're so excited. You may you may actually start giving out a bunch of free samples, especially when it comes to your time. And you say, oh yeah, yeah, you can call me anytime and it's fine, it's fine. And I found myself being very tired, being sleepy. My energy was drained. I was sleep, couldn't, could barely eat at the dinner table, had my head. I was just, just dizzy, going to work, tired, you know. Before I was refreshed, I was going, I was giddy. You know, I was working at a call center. I lived in one state and worked in another this day and I would just make sure and be excited about that person's phone call I really did kind of take a liking to this individual but they were really wasting my energy and I wasn't and I was allowing them to do that Mm -hmm. because it wasn't as if the person didn't ask what's appropriate times but I wasn't really giving or setting the right boundaries up for myself to allow particular times of day and particular days of the week for a person to be able to contact me now I believe that had I set those particular things in place to say, I'm available on this day and this day or at this time and that time, that it would have been a little different with how I was received because then I wouldn't have been received as just being available, but I would have been received as at a particular time of day or particular time I am reachable and then at another time I am not reachable but to leave yourself wide open is not a good idea so place value on your time okay 
when it comes to things you do for people, you might want to go out of your way to make sure that they have what they have. I'm going to tell you something that I did and later regretted it. And this was actually in probably about two years ago or maybe about a year or two ago. Yeah. So there was a person and I really like this person, same person technically. <laughs> and what they, um, they were not always nice to me for the most part, but I was always just trying to see the good in everything as I was constantly freely giving away my samples. And um, what they didn't know was that I really didn't have much money to my name, but I knew their birthday was coming up. Uh, I had money on the back end of my account, which would have put me in the negative because I was using the back end of my account. Um, and what I did was I know that I had thought of some things to get for them. So we had set up a time or a day to meet up with one another, possibly to celebrate their birthday, only because that particular individual made it seem like they wouldn't be doing anything after a certain time. So I said, well, okay, well, since you're not going to be doing anything, why don't you come by and, you know, and we can, you know, kind of have a little celebration for your birthday. And then, you know, I'm thinking, when will you be done with your family and things like that? Well, it'll probably be sometime in the afternoon. Okay, so anyway, we set up for, I heard the, I heard him say 11 o'clock. Okay, no problem. Sometime between 11 and 12. I knew then that I was going to have to get up early that day, that next day, which was going to be the weekend, I believe, to go out and grab a few things and items to prepare for that particular day. Well... I got up really early in the morning, around 7 o'clock, took my shower, was out of the house by right before 8 o'clock, I believe, or maybe around 8 o'clock, and I stayed out for a couple hours. I went shopping to get a few things for him. I went and I made something that I knew that he would like as far as um, what we both discussed that he wanted to taste, which was like an Oreo pie that I created and made for him. And I got a couple of gifts. I put it all in the bag, made it decorative, set it up to the side. I set it off so that when he walked in, he would kind of see it off to the side and think, oh, wow, I got balloons and everything. I was just so excited about being able to do this. Again, I was getting my pearls together for somebody who I later found out was not even in the mindset to even receive it or come to get it, to be honest. So anyway... I'm all dolled up, dressed up, and everything, just hoping, and okay, this person's going to come, and you're going to be so excited, I'm so excited, so I waited some time, eventually I fell asleep, woke up, um, texted the individual once it got to be to the time that they, you know, said that they wouldn't be busy, I noticed that I didn't get any response back, so I tried to call, no answer, so I said, okay, well, maybe they're still busy doing something, again, giving them the benefit of the doubt. Long story short, 11 turned to 12, turned to 1, turned to 4, turned to 5, turned to 6, turned to 8, turned to 9, turned to 10.30 at night. By then, I was kind of like, okay. I eventually did reach the individual, and I was a bit upset because the night prior to that, we had talked, and I had said, hey, man, I, you know, I thought that you were you know, going to come by and celebrate some of your birthday with me. I was really excited to be able to, you know, celebrate with you. Long story short, this individual was just like, oh, well, I mean, you know, we didn't really set a time and blah, blah, blah. I was doing whatever I was doing and blah, blah, blah. So eventually this individual did come by. 
I suppose, to retrieve his gifts. He did go through his gifts. He liked his gifts, got his pie or whatever. But there was a bit of a heated argument. And so it ended up being that he left his things behind and ran out of my home because he felt offended by the fact that I was telling him that I felt really bad that I had did all this stuff. And it seemed as if he didn't really care that I did. This is a long story, but I'm getting to my point. At the end of the day, eventually he called the same night after about an hour of him cooling off or something that he did. And then he comes back around and he retrieves his gifts. But it's almost like his attitude when he went out the door was nasty, just disgusting. And then he comes back and he tries to be really kind, which is his nature. He tried to be really kind. And then as soon as he got his gifts and went out the door, went out the door, he was nasty again. It's almost like, I felt like, well, dang, I thought that we were going to spend time together for your birthday. And it seemed like the only thing you did was come over and retrieve your gifts and now you're leaving. Again, it was a sample. To him, it's just a sample. He didn't understand that there were sacrifices I made to do the things I did. I sacrificed to get him some things that I knew that he said he never had that I thought would be a nice gift for him. I sacrificed, but see, he never knew these sacrifices that I had made for his particular day. So that night ended up with me being in tears and crying and being upset because I felt like everything I did was really for nothing. Now, it was not the first time I felt that way, neither the first the first time I sacrificed for the same individual. Now, it seems kind of harsh, and I'm not telling the complete story because I'm trying to get through to get to the point which is, I didn't think about the times before where it didn't work out, where I sacrificed to give and there was a a similar situation. We're not paying attention to the fact that, you know, at some point in our life, you know, when we've been giving out everything freely so much, a person won't really value it so much. They don't really value it. It's almost like, okay, they just expect it. It's going to be what it is. I mean, if you're going to give me something, I didn't ask you for it. So if you didn't give it to me, then okay, thank you. <laughs> but he asked you for it. So whatever you did, you chose to do it on your own. Those are the things that you do from the kindness of your heart. And the way a person acts towards you is, is what they do. But you already know how that person is. Like you already know that they're not the type of person to appreciate, really appreciate what you do. So you're giving so much of yourself to the point that you are sacrificing some things for another person who you already know is not going to appreciate it, even if it's their special day, their special moment. And then everything you thought in your imagination that they were going to do, they failed to do. Why did I say all of this? Well, that's an example of me overextending myself to please somebody else who never, and in this instance, they were never the person that have have earned that. They didn't earn my sacrifices. They didn't earn that level of myself to be able to go that distance and, and respectfully so considered them in that kind of way. Mm hmm. Never, because to be honest with you, what I did for him, he would never do for me. You see, when you're dealing with people who are samplers, they're not going to see it in the same way at all. 
Um, they can sometimes make it seem like the things you're doing for them is something that you're trying to do so you can hold it over their head or you're just doing it so you can have some type of reputation of doing something. The truth of the matter is it's deeper than that. The overextension of myself, the overextension of going above and beyond for somebody who I full well knew would never do that for me, would never and had never and has never um, really went the distance. And even if they did go the distance, it would be difficult for them to freely do it. It's like if they get offended, then oh my goodness. This is now hard for me to do, you know what I mean? Because it's not really in their heart to do. What's in your heart is really done. So at the end of the day, I gave too much, right? In that situation, I went above and beyond when I shouldn't have. That person never showed me that they were worthy for me to even be that kind of woman towards them. I had the hopes that this would be something that would also allow us to spend more time. But when I look back over my life, I realized that those were the treasures and the pearls of me wanting to spend time with this individual. Sometimes people know that that's what your desire is. So they pull back because they know that that's what you want. They pull back on everything you want, but they only come forth when they want something. They only come forth when something's going to benefit them. But if it doesn't benefit them, then they're not, they're not there for you. Okay. So, at the end of the day, it's really important to think about what you're doing, why you're doing it. And does it make sense? Does it make sense to give so much of yourself, to sacrifice so much of yourself for someone who's never earned He's never earned it. They didn't earn that. Mm -hmm. They didn't earn your your love. You're just freely giving your love out. They didn't earn that level of sacrifice for me. You're just freely sacrificing. They didn't earn those things inside of yourself that are considered treasures, merchandise. Things that will be costly to someone who has earned it. Mm -hmm. We've got to get to a point where if we know we're dealing with people who do not appreciate the value of what we have, right? Then we got to stop giving so much. We got to stop being so good to people who are being so bad because when they be so good, when we be so good to people who be so bad, that opens the door for them to take advantage. It opens the door for them to do exactly what, like what he did. See it as it is what it is. I can find a way to give you what you want just enough to get whatever it is I want. And then when I'm done, the benefit has run out. The sample is now gone. I chewed it off of the toothpick. And now I'm going to toss the toothpick away and walk away. Okay, you don't want those kind of relationships. You don't want those kind of friendships. You don't want those. You don't even want that for yourself. So what do you have to do differently? 
you got to start placing a value on what you do for other people. You got to place a value on your sacrifices. You know, if they are not reciprocating to you the same thing, then you don't need to do that for them. That would be considered doing too much. That would be considered going above and beyond for no reason, you know. And if you're somebody who's looking for someone to see the value in you, placing the value on it would mean that, no, I'm not going to just do this because you haven't done that. (laughs) No, I'm not going to allow you to freely have my time because I got to consider my own self and do for me. No, I'm not going to allow you to take advantage of my kindness because I'm only being kind to you for this moment. And at the end of the day, whenever you see me, you see the kindness, right? But you don't see me all the time. So, and it's it's like that for the reason of the fact that they need to earn more of your kindness, not just always expect it. Sometimes people will do so much to you just to see if you would leave. And then when you don't leave, they'll look you in the face and say, you ain't going nowhere. When they get to the point where they can boldly look at you and say you're not going anywhere, then that already lets you know where you stand and where your status is with that individual. That should be the wake-up call for you because by that time you understand that this person really has no intentions. To be a good person towards you. They have the intentions of just being able to see you as a benefactor. So if you don't want to be a benefactor. If you don't want to be out here willy-nilly sacrificing. And doing all these things that you shouldn't do. Casting your pearls before the swine. Putting in so much. Then you have to start somewhere. You have to start placing value upon what you have to give. Put value on yourself as a whole person. And you'll come to find out that you will no longer be able to really... People who are samplers will come and go in your life. (laughs) They're not going to stay. You're going to already know this is just somebody who's trying to sample. You have the right to give your sample away or not. But if you're looking for something or you're looking for a buyer people to take value in you then remove every bit of your samples off the table and only place the product in the window that is on display Mm -hmm. with the price tag that you feel it's worth and then it deters the samplers now you will have those who come to window shop But the difference is a window shopper is just looking through the window. (laughs) But somebody who's willing to buy it is somebody who can afford it. Not just giving it away. You're not just giving a whole bunch of free samples away. Because there are people in the world that just go around from table to table sampling, 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 sampling. 
And once they get done with that sample, they go to the next sample. Then when they get done with that sample, they go to the next sample. And sometimes they circle back around and they go back to the same sample they had before and grab another sample because they say, we have a good. It's the people like that who are just selfish people who are seeking the benefits of what you have to offer but not willing to invest in you. Pull back on your samples. Take them all off the table. Place a price tag on your value, on your time, on your energy, on your giving, on your sacrificing, on you saying yes. Learn to say no. And also learn to allow time to be the determining factor of an individual when it comes to you. Give yourself time with each individual that you meet to see whether their words are really aligning with their actions. If you notice there's some inconsistencies, then you need to pull all the way back. And why? Because at the end of the day, those particular indiscrepancies can cause a lifelong or a life or long-term time of pain when you start just hearing and not listening to what's going on and paying attention to what's really going on. Place value on yourself. Place value on what you have to offer. Place value on your pearls. Place value on your diamonds. Don't just freely give yourself to other people. Place value even on your body. Don't lay yourself down with people who are samplers. You might actually get up with something. And you're not going to want to have a life long lesson that you just be walking around being a lesson to people about how not to catch certain things from samplers. Take this wisdom and apply it to your life so that you can attract better. But before you even think to attract better, you want to be attractive towards yourself. You want to be the type of person who looks at what you have and know that you're valuable. And so if you know that you're valuable and you know that what you have to give is valuable, then guess what? You're going to carry yourself as such. And how you carry yourself is basically going to determine what you attract and what you don't attract. I mean, you know, there will always be samplers out there, though. You just have to use discernment. <laughs> so all in all, I just want you to understand. Place value on what you have to give. You are a very unique individual. You have something that a lot of people do not have. You're unique because you are you. And nobody else is you but you. And anybody who has the ability to grace your presence should be blessed by you. Blessed by being in your presence. Blessed by your time and your energy. Put value on all of that. Don't be so open-handed. Don't be overly generous. Overly extending. Pull back on overly extending yourself. And be led by God. He's going to tell you who you can give to and who you can't. And how much you can give and how much you can't. Pay attention. I know that you, if you're like me, you just love to be that kind of person. But allow God to place you in atmospheres where that kind of person can be appreciated. 
Otherwise, you will be taken advantage of. You'll feel as if you're taken advantage of. You will carry yourself as if you're lowly when actually you're a whole diamond. Understand your value is priceless. But still place a good enough price on it based on what you expect to attract. The lower you price your your diamonds and your pearls, that's what you're going to attract. The higher you price them, that's what you're going to attract. Anyway, I hope I made enough sense for you guys. And I hope that my story that I told you guys about how I sacrificed and things like that and the outcome of it all, I hope that you learn from that because it really isn't in the fact that it was a sacrificial thing. It was more so in the fact that that person didn't deserve that. They did not do anything or bring anything to the table for me enough that I should feel like they deserved me to sacrifice what I had to give to make their day special when in fact they had no intention of allowing me to even be a part of their day. Hmm. So that part is uh, as painful as it was. It was also a lesson to myself. And honestly, a lot of times when we do stuff like that, we already know better. So we start kicking ourselves and saying, man, I, I knew better than to do this. I don't know why he did this. You start to say that to yourself. And whatever you've done from this point behind you up until this point, don't feel bad about it. Just learn your lessons. If you gave, release it. Release everything you gave to anybody that you gave it to. But from this day, from this night forth, place value on everything. Allow people to earn a position in your life. And for those who just took advantage and decided to treat you any kind of way, well... Now you know what position they belong in in your life. Don't give them the same position in your life. Because if they did it once, they'll do it again. Anyway, God bless you guys. I might have more on this topic because this is totally off the top of my brain. <laughs> um, but I, uh, I pray that, you know, you guys got something out of this from, you know, a circumstance that I have endured and things that God is telling me I hope that you guys can also learn from it and if you already know about it you know let other people know you know don't kick people who are people who are givers no don't kick them they may not understand how to steward the gift of being generous they don't know how to steward it just teach them gently teach them how to not be taken advantage of or allow themselves to be taken advantage of because oftentimes, the only reason why we perish, the only reason why we fall and slip into these things is because we have a lack of knowledge. And so if you have the knowledge, spread the knowledge to other people. Be kind in that way. If you're going to be generous, be generous in teaching someone else how to be less advantage, less, you know, not being taken advantage of. Anyway, God bless you and thank you for listening.